everybody. Welcome to Gaberhood Dish. I am Larry B. And virtually next to me is my co-host. J-Lo, who is now deaf and probably everybody else is too after that screen. <laughs> hey! Oh my God. Hey, it's been a very long day <laughs> and I might get giddy during some of this because we have a lot to record because, sorry guys, we are, it's been shit here for a week and we are just now getting to record an episode that should have been recorded last Monday or Tuesday, uh, and then we'll be followed up with the one for this week right after this. So yeah. two separate episodes. You'll get us twice this week. Yeah. And so hey, just pretend that's a bonus. Just so. pretend it's last week when you were sitting at home freezing your tootsies off. If you were, especially if you were yeah. in Texas without any fucking power. Thank you very much, both of us. Yeah, we'll get to that in a minute because I'm sure we both have a little bit of rant about that shit. I don't mind being cold. I don't mind the cold. I don't mind the snow. What I did mind was this rolling blackout that didn't roll and we were without power for yeah, 30 hours. That's the, <laughs> that's the it's the sticky topic. And it's I've lost a day at work because of it. I'll, actually a day and a half and then water issues. We were we we still had water but it was like very low pressure. We couldn't shower. It was a week before I could shower people. I was not fit for human consumption. And then uh, after that, you know, I finally took a good hot shower with low water pressure because it was okay. And then we had to boil water to drink it for like three days. That finally got lifted. Well, yeah, because you're in Fort Worth. So after all the hell, well, then it was like, oh, and now that you've got water, can't drink, bitch. Uh-huh. <clears throat> so we luckily we had a case of water that got us through. So <sighs> Luckily, we did find a place safe and warm to go to. Sort of. I slept on a cold, hard floor for one night, and then we got some blow-up mattresses we found and slept on those. But at least it was warm and we were safe. The dogs, on the other hand, didn't seem to care for the snow. At first. Bert did not like to go out in it. Once he did, though, once he went out and did his business, he was fine. He didn't mind going out there. Ruby, once she got out the first time, and played with it she was fine she liked going in and out with the snow well it we we didn't go out in the snow at all until after all the power was restored for more than 12 hours because i was afraid (laughs) we were going to get stuck right cold and screwed you know what i'm saying yeah hey at least you had a fireplace though well we had two but yes thank god and they're gas (laughs) one one of them is gas and had gas logs did not know that I thought oh. we've lived here for three and a half years. I was gonna say how long. Have I mean, you been there? it's Texas. It doesn't get that fucking cold. Not really. No. I mean, sometimes, but so, not like it was last week. That no. that was that well, might have been we the coldest the I've seen in fifty years. So, so at any rate, I, we went upstairs and we hadn't done anything upstairs in the as far as the in the bedroom um, fireplace because it looked like logs. And I said, I'm not cleaning out the fucking fireplace and carrying that fucking shit up and down those goddamn stairs. I'm not bringing the mm-hmm. logs up, and I sure shit ain't cleaning out and hauling them down because I hate cleaning oh, out the know. fucking fireplace. So we never touched that one, and it looked like real logs. Well, they're not real. <laughs> they look real, though. They look really real. I'm like actually quite impressed. Wow. Turn that booger on, and sure enough, <laughs> ceramic logs started getting nice and hot and... Of course, there's still gas, so you had to open the flue, which means, whoosh, you know, every bit of cold air from the rest of the house got sucked in. So we had to close the door, but then we were afraid we'd go fall asleep and die. 
because of carbon, carbon monoxide, monoxide. <laughs> so we like had this we, what we'd do is we'd open the close the door open the flue we had the door closed no matter what open the flue up light it let it heat up those lungs for about 20 30 minutes turn off the gas and i had to, uh, i wrap my arm up in a towel close the flue <laughs> and then it would get like hot as fuck in there that's okay yeah (laughs) so that was that was good up there but then for downstairs on the second day we were like okay we can't sit here it's too fucking cold so we ended up going in the den which also has gas but it is logs it's it's a gas starter okay so we had to clean it out from the people who lived here before us so who knows when the last fire was made in that damn thing then after that we they also left a bunch of wood probably clean then so huh Good thing your chimney didn't have any flu, uh, bird nests or anything like that in it. So. Yeah, I opened the flue and nothing fell down. So okay. Uh, at any rate, the the people who lived here before left a bunch of wood in the garage, and we lit it up. And we'd been doing some painting last week, which I was going to talk about. But we've been doing some painting. <laughs> so and, two weeks ago, you did some painting. Yeah. So the the uh, big drop cloths were down here in the den. So I like, oh, well, I just stapled them to the wall where you. <laughs> So you couldn't throw the sure, hair. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and we and stayed kind of toasty in here and read books. If it wasn't for my mom, we probably would have stayed in the house with no problem. Because we could put blankets on us. So it would have been okay. So um, we could charge stuff in the car, which yeah. we did. So, so we did have that option. I mean, I know you people... I don't know where everybody, where all our listeners are located at. So for Texas, wintertime, we may see a handful of days under 30 degrees. If yeah, we're lucky. Like if we're lucky. One or two. And, yeah, if it is one, and if it is colder than 30 degrees, the next day is well into the 60s or 70s. Right. Like so today that, with 80 fucking degrees. Exactly. So it's it's... We used to have better winters. Call it climate change, whatever you want to call it. The last few years, it hasn't been very cold. So we usually have a lot of insect issues afterwards, too, because nothing gets killed. And I'm waiting. So, I'm going to say, if there's any fucking mosquitoes out there, I'm going to call bullshit on all this. Oh, if we only had a cold winter, we wouldn't have the fucking mosquitoes. If yeah. we have mosquitoes this year, I'm going to be calling bullshit. Right? So, but... I can remember a few days growing up where it was 10 degrees, 8, 9 degrees Fahrenheit. A week ago, it was 0 or 1, and some areas were like minus 1 and minus 2. So that's like minus 32 degrees Celsius for anybody that may live on that scale or colder. So that's really unheard of for Texas. Uh, They say 10 years ago we had the rolling blackouts. I don't remember being affected by those. I don't remember it being one degree either. I do remember the ice. We had a lot of ice that year. Uh, Normally that's what we get here is ice. We don't hardly we hardly ever get snow. Uh, About 14 years ago or so, 2007-ish, 2008-ish, we had record snowfall of like 15 inches, and that was the most I've ever seen. And I was here. here. That was on Christmas Eve, wasn't it? Because uh-uh. I was here for Christmas Eve, and it like was almost a blizzard, and we had, couldn't go to Mom's house for Christmas and all that. That was mess. a different one. I don't remember what time frame that fell, but it was it was after the holidays, I think. But that was a lot of snow. I had fun in that. It was cold, but not bitterly cold. And it was a lot of fun, fun, fluffy snow. I mean, we were living down in Mansfield at the time, so that oh, was well, that's a long time ago. Two thousand seven, two thousand eight. 
2007-2008. But Super Bowl weekend here in 2011 is when we had the last ones, and that's when ice fell from the stadium and hit people. I mean, it was pretty bad. But yeah, winter in Texas usually isn't too bad, but not only did it hit, and we're in North Texas, so Amarillo gets a lot more snow weather than what we get here. But this hit all the way down to the coast so galveston beach got covered with snow and also people really you know, everybody was on facebook or whatever said oh a few people from texas suck it up it's below zero yeah. up here whatever well also what if you got hit with 100 degrees your people be dying left and right exactly yeah our power we grid spend has a, a month up at 100, 100 degrees, degrees so we spend more than that i mean we get like 60 days sometimes of 100 degree weather and some people don't even have air conditioners further north mm-hmm. you go yeah and that's not fun either. I've been there too. No. And I so. wouldn't say anything about it. I'd be like, holy shit, man, that's hot. I, I mean, say I, I say 85 degrees is hot. Hell yeah. <laughs> I know people up in like Maine when it gets 90 degrees. That's like a heat wave for them. The that's a heat die. wave for me. What so, the fuck are you talking about? I don't know. I mean, people die and shit up there from that. So Yeah. Well, I mean, I, get I don't it. blame them. It's hot. So, but we're like 110 and we get by with no problem. I know you guys handle the minus degree weather up there fine. We don't. I like that cold. Don't well, get me wrong. Yeah, I we said, can handle it if, we, if the fucking state was prepared for it and the damn grid. But I, I just want power when that happens. I mean, so, I would so have been sitting in the house saying, oh, yeah, this is fabulous. Hell, yeah. I would have been out playing in it, come back inside. But, you know, it's really the only thing that pissed me off about the whole thing was, well, the lying about the fucking rolling blackouts BS. All right. First off, yeah. that's BS. Well, the some people, thing, it was though, that way. For us, it was not. So. Not a lot of people were that way. Um, and then, then was, there are some people who never lost power. Yeah. And they were saying, you don't have to drain your pool. You don't have to winterize your pool. Just leave it running with rolling blackouts. It won't be off that long. So yeah. guess what the fuck has happened to everybody who has a pool here? Mm-hmm. That goddamn thing's got turned off for 10 or 20 or 30 hours and froze the fuck up there are broken pool pumps and pieces everywhere yeah the pool industry is getting a lot of money right now so and then ours apparently the people who lived here before us had had the pool replastered at some point in the past well guess what apparently there was water behind the new plaster because now there's plaster has is just falling all off of the pool oh no so I don't know what that's going to be. In addition to the pool pump is fro- froze and broke. And we don't know if the filter is working for sure or not. Because guess what? We can't use the pump to push the water through to find out whether the fuck it's froze or not. Mm, wow. So, and and honestly, we we were gonna we were going to turn it off and drain it. But then it was like, no, don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. And then come Monday morning, we went out there. I said, fuck it. We need to drain it. And it was already frozen. Wow. And it just went off like at 1 or 2 o'clock in the morning on Sunday, late Sunday night, early Monday morning. And by the time it was light enough to go out there, frozen. <laughs> so, okay. anyways, we call it Snowmageddon or Snowvid 21. <laughs> yep. And now, let me get on to my next rant because oh, wait, wait, for wait, some wait. reason. First, let me say, I finally, after all these years, painted the guest bathroom in the guest little um, vanity area. The one oh, that was like one super, 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 super <laughs> dark. They painted it like burgundy. All That's the walls. The one burgundy. upstairs, right? Yeah. Yeah, okay. So it's now painted. It is so beautiful. 
Okay, nice. that is all. <laughs> so, this episode that we're fixing to discuss, everyone, and it's a good one. Um, my DVR didn't record it. I don't know why. So, we had to watch it from On Demand. Oh, God. So, the On Demand was fine. Oh, well, at least it wasn't it up. online. On. No, exactly. It wasn't online. So, it was on On Demand from VH1. And the first episode they have under RuPaul's Drag Race, and then the untucked version they have under uh, they have un- under untucked. So it's two separate things. So when it broadcasts, you know that's two hours of time mm-hmm. with commercials. So the regular episode's an hour and a half. So if you figure take out commercials, it's going to shrink it some. So the actual episode length was one hour and five minutes. Sounds right. And it still had fucking commercials. How? It had other commercials. So, oh, so you're telling me you took out 25 minutes of commercials and then you left commercials in there for the hour and a half. Or for the hour and five minutes. That pissed me off. I was so irritated by that. It's like, And you can't fast forward on on-demand Oh, stuff, I know. So. Yeah, I know. So it was still three minutes of commercials every 15 minutes or so. Maybe. Maybe more. It's usually five minutes every 10. Yeah. So it was crazy. And I'm thinking, this is bullshit. I mean, you already took out commercials. So well, at least why you am didn't I watching watch more it, commercials? At least you didn't watch it on the damn uh, internet. Because then they, no. they don't just add one or two. They add like 20. Yeah. It's like, we'll start up again in 12 minutes. Like, but at least some of those you can skip, right? So it'll give you the option to skip. No, no. Oh, because I don't have VH1 online. Never mind. I'm thinking YouTube. So, YouTube, I wish. Oh my God, no. So that's my little rant. I was pissed, but we got through it. <laughs> so yeah, we're trying to decide what didn't record other shows that didn't record on fucking Monday oh, yeah. and Tuesday, and it's a lot. <laughs> uh, yeah, probably. Especially now that it's yesterday was Monday, all these shows popped up. Like, that, oh fuck, we didn't watch last week's episode of this. Now that you point that out, I don't think we saw some of the stuff from last week. That is very yeah. true. So. Shall we get started? And I don't have any time to watch it. The last three weeks have just been killing me time-wise. And next week, I start my new schedule, so I don't know. We'll have to discuss what time we want to record Monday or Tuesdays, huh? Okay. Uh-oh. Miss Sassy Pants coming in there? Hold on a second. Let me call the person who's <laughs> supposed to be watching her. If only you guys could see the video of him doing this. I'm editing all that out, so... <laughs> Oh my god. You don't have Every to, it's fucking fine. Week. So. <laughs> okay. okay. So this is uh episode seven, Bossy mm-hmm. Rossi Reboot. Yeah, I put it reboot. Was not... I saw you put that like um okay. So it was Ru's reboot. It was reboot, yes. Yeah, okay. <laughs> so after the elimination, back in time, doo 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 Candy feels um, a little guilty for sending Tamisha home. It seems like so long ago. I call bullshit. Eh. I do. I call bullshit on that. Well, There's after no Untucked, I don't know. After Untucked, they kind of showed them being a little nicer to each other. So maybe now he feels a little bit. But, you know. I have more to say on that as mm. we get there. So um, Tina, though, is getting a little bit cocky because she broke her safe streak finally. And then Elliot feels like no one is going out of their way to be friends with her, which is probably true. I mean, she's a little odd, but there's no reason for people to not 
talk to her, right? I mean, it's not like they're ignoring her. It's just, I get what she's saying, right? She's well, kind then of she's the outsider. Said, well, and then she points out she may be bad luck because two of their, her prior teammates have gone home. So, yeah, I don't want to be her <laughs> friends neither. It's like a jinx, yeah. All right. Um, and then we, that was it. Then yeah. we go to the next day. So which, Next day. Yeah. I have to pull up my photos. Rose says he had a dream that he went home. Yeah, I wish. Sorry. I'm not on the Rose train at all. So. At all. And then Rue comes in looking like he just stepped right out the 70s, too. Man, I'm telling you, that black outfit with the little cop hat on. <laughs> I'm trying to think. Where have I seen that? And it's got to be like some Andy Warhol photos or something. <laughs> Or pictures from Studio 54 or something. I've seen it was, this outfit. It, it was interesting. It was definitely interesting. <laughs> it really was. So I don't know how I feel about it. I've kind of, I don't know. It was just one of those things. So, But we do get our library is open. Right. So we do get to hear some good reads. And actually there were some good ones, which I didn't write down any because I didn't care that much. I don't think I wrote down any either because there no, was... A wait, wait a minute, wait a minute. You wrote down a couple. Sorry, I'm trying to get my pictures here. I, know, I, I left my, my stupid iPad in a different room. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh. Uh, oh, okay. Oh, so Denali says that Olivia's teeth are whiter than Utica and got Mick trying to twerk at disco. <laughs> that was pretty good. That was good. Um, Elliot says yikes what a disaster oh no his was yikes it was a disaster i'm telling you that his yes. was just terrible and then oh yeah no that was struggle so i did make a few notes here rose uh she was first uh she's a la la look is sickening with no uh, w- which no one said in the ball challenge which i thought was kind of funny uh candy you have eaten tons of it mm. which was good uh, that was the only two notable ones there. Denali, I thought was pretty good with hers. Got Mick, I thought hers were actually very, very good. She, they showed more of hers than anybody else's. That I remember. Uh, Tina, the one on Rose was actually brutally personal. I thought um, it wasn't very funny. It was more of a personal attack to me. Um, Elliot struggled very well. I thought all in all, it was one of the better library sessions. Um, and got Mick got the win. So whatever that got her. Some kind of gift card, I'm sure. So. And then, okay. Uh, we find out that the main challenge is the Bossy Rossi re- reboot. Which now I've spelt it Rubui. I don't know what the fuck. The Bossy Rossi after dark. Yes. So. And they have to improv for their life on the trashy talk show Bossy Rossi after dark. And Rue is going to pair them up in no certain order i guess i don't think she went down the line maybe she did yeah she started it was that way yeah yeah yeah. so um the first team was rose lala and denali and the uh, premise for them is is i'm pregnant with my imaginary boyfriend's baby that was good that was uh, pretty good then got mick utica and olivia were breaking my silence escaping from the cult of mimeology which i thought was Oddly lame. interesting. I, I didn't so know. So. Kind of uh, uh, this was just going by the titles, right? So Simone and Candy, former teen queens, where are they now? And Tina and Elliot were my best friend's 600-pound ass is killing our friendship. Which, again, I, I don't know. So uh, it, they said no script but and all improv, but they had scripts of some kind. Maybe it was like some backstory and maybe a question maybe. or two. I don't know. 
Maybe, but then so, it sounds like they took their characters in certain directions in a couple of them, and that wasn't really clear. Who knows? So. Yeah. In the in the workroom, Tina's worried that Elliot's not going to do well. Mm-hmm. Which you know, mm. that's valid. And I thought Candy, when they talked about her, uh, well, which is your next sentence about showing some range and stuff like that, and what we saw of her. What she did with the character, I thought she was missing it completely. I mean, and I totally got that she was going for like a Paris Hilton type character because that's obviously just going after Paris Hilton and, and uh, Nicole Richie from The Simple Life. So um, that's I got that reference immediately, but I I just thought she was kind of missing the character completely, and it was kind of deadpan to me. So. And then Utica says that she's got tons of improv experience um, and she wants to be the mime, but Olivia wants to be the mime, so she ends up giving in. And if you hadn't seen it yet, she shouldn't have gave in. Who? Oh, Utica? Oh, yeah, mm-hmm. definitely not. So, uh, and because Utica thought she could be a scene stealer or she's known to be a scene stealer, and I don't know, it she didn't steal the scene. No, nope, anyway, it didn't happen. So, so let's go to the performances with Bossy Rossi after dark. And our first group, Rose, Lala, and Denali. So we have Holly, who is played by Rose, come out and she's pregnant. Uh, and it's kind of full on trailer trash. And she's got her imaginary boyfriend, Jared, with her. I like that she she um, talks about him and she says she loves him because he's so transparent. Exactly. I thought that was pretty funny. They actually. There was they some had funny the characters things. pretty good here, so I thought it was pretty good. Uh, Jared is also seeing uh, the mother Polly, who comes out, and the Polly's played by Denali. Oh, I thought it was Holly. Now Holly is Rose. I thought she was Molly. Was it Molly? I don't I thought, know. I thought, I thought it was, was Molly. Molly and Holly. Well, Doesn't I had matter. I had Holly and Polly. <laughs> I have Molly and Holly. <clears throat> anyway, so Any- for Denali's, let's just call her her Denali. Yeah, yeah, Denali, who plays Holly out. or Polly. Or Molly, who knows? She comes out twerking all over Jared. I like the cat suit. Face. The I cat like. suit was and they good. were funny. I liked them. They were funny. Yeah, I thought I thought both those characters were pretty good. And then we have Doctor Melinda, who is played by Lala. Right, and, those and she's going to come out to save oh. them. The yeah, the big. I got the business suit reference and everything, but what I didn't get at this point because they kept cutting to the back room and we got commentary from Candy and Elliot and I don't know why we were getting commentary from them. We shouldn't have been. We should have just been watching the performance. And really, I don't think they should have seen the performances. That's my yeah, opinion. Yeah, I don't but, either. So. And I have no clue what I meant about the stretches are crazy. Were they stretching? Um, I don't know. I don't know what the fuck Maybe. I mean. And then I put Jared does not catch them. I don't even know oh, what the yeah, fuck. Yeah, I'm... when they did the trust fall. So oh, Dr. the trust got her to do the oh trust God. fall. Like, that's what, what the they were stretching for, yes. Right, and then right. she fell over and Jared didn't catch her because, well, he's imaginary, so it's okay. But then Dr. Melinda pre- uh, reveals that she's pregnant with Jared's baby as well, and she'd been counseling him, and her baby bump is, like, not the right skin tone. So. Mm. And then they all have their babies at the same time. And none of them look like Jared. Suspiciously. But they're all imaginary. <laughs> all right. So then. I thought, so I will say this. I thought Denali was the better one of that group. So So then we have Breaking My Silence, Escaping from the Cult of Mimology. Mm-hmm. With Gottmik, so, Utica, and Olivia. So. And Gottmik is named Gloria All Pink. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, she definitely looks like a Texas preacher wife with that fucking hair and pantsuit. Oh, yeah. 100%. Something right out of, uh, what was that TV show with, uh... never mind. I just forget Are what you I'm talking about good Christian bitches? No, that GCB? one was good too. No, but it was that's not the one I was thinking of. This that one was, was on this past, past spring. Yeah. It was in actually Louisiana though. And I had the chick from um, Sex in the City. The blonde one. The horny oh, one. Oh, 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 Samantha's her name in Sex in the City. Yes. I yes. have not watched that, but yeah, I know what you're talking about. It was pretty good, but yeah, it strikes me. That would have been a character out of there, yes. So. Oh, on a side note, we did watch the show that you told me we should watch, I think. Which one? I don't Which know. show was it? Well, now I can't remember. Well, little dawn on well, you, hopefully, before we get yes. done with this episode, and our readers will not be our readers. Our <laughs> listeners will not be left hanging. Maybe by I'll remember by the next episode we're going to record in a few minutes. Okay. That's true. All right. So we had Gloria, who's played by Gottmik, and she's a very businesswoman, and she's evidently wrote a book about this mimology cult. And then we have Cheryl, who was leaving the cult, but she still has not spoken. And that's Olivia, and she comes out dressed as a mime. So. And how, then they do start doing translations, which was that part was the best. The churning of the butter, honestly. Yes, that was that whole scene was hysterical. I thought Olivia did great with the miming, and I thought Gottmik's interpretations was hysterical. So, and then we have Cheryl's mom, who is played by Utica, and it's really. Well, she comes out and she's looking all kinds of crazy hookerish. Perfect. Off. Well, she looked like white trash for sure. Yeah. So like right out of the uh, the previous scene. So. And those nails. <laughs> oh my god. Wow. I, she. I mean, you know what? This look of her reminded me just a smidge of Sarah Paulson, though. I was like, oh, I could see that. I could see that definitely. Yeah. And I, I don't know. The judges had a lot of issues with it. I, I mean, with what her character? Yeah. Remember they they say they more like her sister than her mother. Um, if you kind of look at the what she was playing, there might not have been that big of an age difference between the mother and the daughter. If you That's get what I'm true. saying. I went to school with many folks who were 15 years old and having kids. Oh yeah, definitely. So. That's not very big age difference. No. no. <laughs> Anyway, and your oldest brother is more than that older than you, right? He's 16 years older than me. There you so. go. See? So, I'm just saying. All this, yep. oh, you looks too young to be her mom. Uh, okay. Well, this one, I thought Olivia was definitely the better one here. I thought she was the best one. I thought Gottman oh, yes. did a good job. Utica, I mean, it wasn't bad, but definitely Olivia for the win here. Yeah. It wasn't as funny as I'd hoped. Um. And Olivia, she, well, she breaks her silence and goes nuts, which that was funny. She did, yes. So she did break her silence. So then we get next to Simone and Candy, and they're playing the former Teen Queens, which again, like I said, it was basically Paris Hilton and Nicole Richie. So Tiffany, played by Candy, uh, was wait, very... it was Tiffany Gibson. Yes, because and we got to say, Debbie. you know, Debbie Gibson and, and Tiffany. Yes, Tiffany. So. So little Deb Deb. I don't remember what Tiffany's last name was. I don't think she had a last name. It was just mm-hmm. Tiffany. So, uh, but yes, Debbie Gibson. Uh, so, uh, and then Simone plays little Deb Deb. Which would have uh, been Debbie Gibson. <laughs> I liked her. Yes. So I liked her character. And uh, 
the Tiffany character, I don't know. It was just kind of low-key. To me, it wasn't working, but it was different from her normal characterizations well, of stuff. and so. God make us just laughing her ass off like it's the funniest thing in the world. I'm like, what? <laughs> yeah, I didn't get that. So and I we did, they did okay. So. And uh, Simone did give us quite the beaver shot as she crossed over that yes, gate. Yes, she did. And her so. name, is, she decided her name is not Lil' Deb Deb, it's Deborah. Yeah. So... And again, like you said, the Tiffany and Debbie Gibson thing, but they kind of use those, I guess, characters. But again, it was Paris Hilton and Nicole Richie. So, all right. So the last group. Um, Wait a I minute. I did think Simone did better here. I didn't way, get so. to say that I liked Simone's facial expressions. Oh, well, and that she and she totally stole the show. And I like those names of the candles, you know, because she had those candles. Oh, yeah, those were great. And that she did not know she was prostituting. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, she thought everybody gave her money for fellatios. Yeah, I mean, I wish. My God. I was going to say, <laughs> could shit. use some extra coin, people. <laughs> I'm not shy. But, I mean, I guess, I, you know, I really, uh, I hadn't worked in many, many years, so I suppose it's paid off. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's true. You're lucky you. Look at uh, unfortunately, me. I've had to work. I don't know what that You're says. just a giver and a giver. <laughs> you give and you give and you give. Mm. Next is my 600. Your, wait, I'm sorry. My best your, friend's 600 pound yeah. ass is killing me. I our do not have a 600 pound ass, by the way. So. Huh? I do not have a 600 pound ass. So. No, I, neither one of us do. Thank God. Maybe mm-hmm. three, but not six. Well, did have three, maybe. Uh, so Fanny is played by Tina mm-hmm. and is a huge ass. It is. It's, it's very huge. much a Kim Kardashian and uh, Nicki Minaj ass going on here. So. And I liked the chair falling. That was funny. Alison Elliot uh, plays Mary. And I think that was very subdued and kind of dull. It really was. I mean, and then she had those huge big boobs that she revealed. Yeah. Um, I... I don't know. And then it turned out to be some kind of lesbian makeout, so the characters were secretly in love, and they just didn't know. I don't know. They it had got a weird. Hide, so it, it got really weird. That's a couple of times we've had some scenes with this go really weird. When they start. And that was one. Yeah, so. it's got weird. It got weird. Um, so then we have uh, next day in the work. That's it. So next day in the workroom, uh, we hear about Simone's brother, that uh-huh. he went to jail and how it affected them and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, I liked her backstory, but also told me that maybe she could be in trouble for some reason. I don't know why. I'm, I get worried when we start hearing backstory about some of these people because it's usually editing saying, oh, you're going home. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then Elliot starts talking about he thinks that the the girls like Tina better and they didn't like him. And then Elliot talks about how he suffers from depression um, since she was a kid. Right. And her mom had depression. And I mean, Tina then talks about how her mom had depression so she understands and yeah i mean goodness it happens but so the reason elliot felt that way that everybody liked tina better is because we saw a flashback where fucking candy is sitting there telling her that exactly i mean Mm -hmm. tina was better so candy also thinks that her team did really well it's like okay i mean obviously I'm not a judge on the show. I wish I was because at least some of these decisions would be better <laughs> than what we've seen in some of these decisions. Um, but yeah, that, that, that elimination day was fine, I guess. Um, then we get to Rue. 
we cut to the stage. Get yep. pull up my photos again. I kind of like this red dress that she came out in. It I thought was it was a very nice. pretty dress. So. It was super sparkly. It was, and I liked the big blonde wig to go with it. I thought yeah, she looked right? amazing. So, and let's see, uh, the judges are Michelle Ross and T. S. Madison. Which so we have a new judge, and I know she became famous from going from hooker to sex toy salesman or something. I don't know. So she's, I I have no clue who she is other than that. So okay. I know somebody did her. On Snatch Game one year. So, oh, you know what? We haven't had Snatch Game yet. Nope, it'll be coming up soon. Do they do it at eight or six people? I don't know. Usually eight, I think. So, I bet that's next week. So, so first up, we have Denali. I yes. really like the chandelier, the chandelier, the outfit because it looked kind of Indian, but then it was a chandelier. I thought it was really cool. Yeah, so the the runway is bead it, not beat it, bead it. So which I had beat it at first, and then <laughs> when the first couple comes, oh bead it. <laughs> so uh, sorry guys, I got a little rambunctious there, but mm. yes, Denali's, I loved it. I like yeah. the attention to details to it. I loved this chandelier look. It may be my favorite look on the runway here. Mm-hmm. So the next up we have Lala. No, Rosé, sorry. Was it Rosé? Yeah, Rosé mm-hmm. comes out next. In this... I don't know. I'm really not feeling Rosé's fashion by any means. In all oh. runways, I've not felt her at all. This wasn't bad. The bright green shoes kind of went with it. I don't know. It, it, it didn't blow me away, but it wasn't horrible. I didn't dislike it. I, kind of, I mean, I liked it. It wasn't awful, but it was kind of it looked crafty. Especially Very. from there. Now, later on, you see it closer up and untucked, and it looks a lot better, but yeah. it didn't look that good here. I don't understand the shoulders. Sorry. It's like two tabs being brought together. Yeah. I don't get that oh. at all. So ah. It looks very stiff, too, though. It looks very stiff. I went through I went through like ten pictures. Oh. Damn this fucking that. mouse. Oh, you have yours on your... Oh, okay. Uh, uh, well, you're up okay. next with Lala. Yeah, so. so Lala. I've got a horrible picture of her. She looks crazy. But... Um, I did. thought her hair was absolutely humongous, but I did. I liked the outfit. It was like so shimmery and it just moved. I thought it was really cool. I put bra and panties made from Mardi Gras beads, and I thought it was perfect timing because it's Mardi Gras, or it was at the time. I liked it. I did. Yeah. I mean, I'm not going to lie. So Gottmik comes out in a patent leather or what a not patent leather um latex mm, dress sure. with anal beads all over it and anal beads for her hair it's a very different take on beading by the way but it is um, a bead it is a bead and her makeup i mean her, she her makeup is always phenomenal her facial uh-huh. makeup i always think she does a great job this was kind of weird for me mm-hmm. and somebody did say it was the mod anal option Yes, which so was very much so. Good. All right, next is Olivia. I actually liked the look. Uh, I always liked it when the girls put those little stuff in their braids, you know, yeah. or their ponytails. Uh, there was a girl I used to work at who she would braid shit into her hair. It was so crazy. They were I like mean, bottle tops. You know that takes would, a lot of fucking work. Yeah, I mean, she would come in and she had all kind of stuff. There was sometimes she'd have little toys in there. Uh, corks from wine bottles. Oh wow! Those uh, pop tops. I mean, just whatever. It's she crazy. was really, she was really um, 
kind of artsy. I liked it. I, and she was a nice I, girl, too. I liked her very much. I did like Olivia's outfit. I thought it was very schoolgirlish. School I could see it on the playground jumping rope. Yeah. I mean, I loved it. I thought it was really good. So. Next up is Utica and this really weird. Humongous. Beaded wedding dress frame thing with blood. It was very, very odd to me. I mean, it definitely had beads, but I don't know that it would have been my first choice for a beaded look. I mean, it's... It was crazy. I didn't dislike it, but it was certainly crazy. Exactly. I didn't dislike it. It was out of the box, which I expect from Utica. Right. It was just... It was just odd. Let's see. Then we have Candy. Uh, That was a huge-ass hat. That was dripping beads. Yes. I did like the hat. Although I guess maybe I don't. Either I don't understand Michelle saying stop coming out here in your underwear or not. I just, I guess I just don't remember. Well, but every time she comes out, she's just wearing the same. In her underwear. Yes. Uh, yeah. I mean, I, she's had a few other things. And maybe it's just because I really don't care for her too much. And people <laughs> are probably like, oh, you're prejudiced against her. But. No. I don't know. Just like the bodysuit, you know, if that's all you wear, but that's all we see is her and rare and hardly anything on. And I get it. She likes to show her body off. I that's fine, I guess. It's like somebody going topless all the time, got Mick. I mean but, Well God, it's like going to Walmart. Yeah. <laughs> but so Candy it she had a big fur on yeah. and then she had random strings of beads. So did it meet the criteria of the challenge of being a beaded outfit? Yeah, I guess. I mean, I don't... I know she said it was sexy. I didn't get sexy from well, it at all, but that's just me. But you aren't into voluptuous women. That's true. I'm not. So. <laughs> or man, girly boys, or whatever they call it. Yeah. Next, is, so, is it my turn or it's your turn? No, it's mine. So we have Simone. And she comes out in this tribal beaded neck piece and panty. I liked it a lot, actually. I did, too. I thought it looked really amazing. Uh, it reminded me, although he's, he says African warrior, it yeah. really reminded me of the, like here, you used to be able to find these all the time. The little, like, Native American or African American, what, I'm not, what am I saying? American, American Indian. Indian or Native American, the beaded purses or the little yeah. pouches, they were everywhere. Yeah, I'm that's what it reminded me of. So. Which I guess, it, you know, I I guess mean, it's the colors out. tell me not Native American, but well, I, well, I, you know, I was young. Yeah, and I guess next is you for Miss Tina. Um, I don't know. It she looked like a clown, and then she had a reveal. And it wasn't very revealing. I mean, I I liked her face makeup sort of. It did make her look like a clown. And her yeah. little booby reveal at the end was was good, I guess. So that's what I put. It was a, it was a clown mm. suit Mardi Gras that's look, weird. basically. That's so weird. so I don't know if maybe their list of things said Mardi Gras beads or what, because we had. In essence, they must have because everybody done, used Mardi at least Gras three almost. Mardi Gras beads. So. Yeah. I, yeah, I wasn't a fan of this. Um, it was an odd clown suit. Her makeup went Harlequin like it should have, I guess, for the clownish. I don't know. The reveal turned it into a dress, and then she popped her boobies off. So it 
I didn't. I, it was fine, I guess. So, I mean, it was a pretty clown suit, I guess, if you like that. And technically, it met the criteria of the challenge. So next for me, I guess I get Elliot. Mm-hmm. Another Mardi Gras bead look. And I really liked it. I thought she looked amazing in it. I liked the, the little flapper look. I liked the hair to go with it. The long cigarette thing. The little feather on the little thing around her hair. I liked it. I thought it was a pretty good look. So. I didn't like the hair. I'm not a fan of that short the flapper look hair. There, so. no, no, I'm sorry. Her hair. I didn't like her hair. Her, the yeah. outfit, I loved that outfit. No, I, I, mean, like well, the, I mean, yeah. I was going to say, you saw that with a lot of the flappers. They had that little short haircut. So. Yeah, I don't, I don't like none of that. So, but so I thought the find, outfit was great. So. so we find out that Tina got McDonally and Rose, they're all safe. Moving and they're on. all pissed. Yeah. Which we'll talk uh, about more. Especially uh, Denali, and I'm with her 100%. I am too, actually. Just for the fucking one. outfit. Yeah. So, so, judges, you want to start? Or you want me to start? I can start. All right. So, uh, the first one was Lala. They said the outfit was cute. The hair is fun. The makeup is good. Uh, there was a rip in the outfit, which I totally did not see until they highlighted it. Uh, they said in the performance, she tried to blend in and got lost. Pretty much the same thing. Um, for Olivia, the drag mime was good, and they loved her punky Brewster look. And that is exactly. Mm-hmm. So for Utica, they said the runway look is twisted, but in the right way. Uh, they said the performance was unique, but hard to follow. And they said it hit a single and not a home run. Uh, same thing, me, basically. Uh, for Candy, they loved Tiffany Gibson and were very happy with her look. But they said performance, she brought the... Uh, yes, they said she brought the desperation in the performance. They liked it. And they liked the runway look, which, again, I don't... Uh, whatever, I guess. Uh, it's like watching Project Runway. I'll say it a hundred times. Like watching Project Runway, no matter what. I oh, never, yeah. I never know what's right. There's exactly, and there's. So we apparently we have no taste, so. or our taste is so fantastic. We're well, we also don't have production whispering in our ear to say something. So this is true. Uh, <laughs> is it me? Uh, yeah. Uh, Simone. Uh, I don't know. It doesn't yeah. matter. The outfit is stunning, and she was in the moment. And she had such ease in the performance. So, again, I mean, it was fine, I guess. Was it top-worthy? I, I really don't think so. So next is Elliot. They said the outfit, the runway outfit was beautiful, uh, but th they didn't get the character in the performance. Which, again, I didn't get Tina and her at all in their performance. So, so if I had my druthers, there would be at least one in there that I would swap out. <laughs> Um, I would put Denali in there for one of the three Candy Simone or, or Elliot. Well, yeah, I mean, just the fact that her her damn dress was amazing. I mean, and her performance was good. Yeah, so I, mean, I don't like it's this ass sucky or anything like that. Yeah, no, really. I mean, it, it was she had a good day and she didn't get anything for it. So, so they announced it. Uh, Olivia, Candy, and Simone are the top three, and Olivia is the winner. So hopefully she doesn't start getting cocky about it because that's usually when I don't like them when they start getting cocky. Yeah. So. And then we find out that Utica is safe and Lala and Elliot are uh -uh. up for elimination. No? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Sorry. Sorry. You're right. Okay. My bad. So. Then the... Uh, the... Oh, go ahead. No, go, you're right. I say the lip sync song is Whole Lot of Woman by Kelly Clarkson. 
which I had never heard, and I am a I Kelly Clarkson fan. I had so. never heard that in my life. Uh, I thought that Elliot did pretty good. She That's brought all some I tricks. Got. So, yeah. I, I have three sentences. Uh, Elliot brought the tricks. Lala does put on a good show, but I figured Elliot was going to get the win. I well, mean, she did a yeah, few more tricks. So. He did, and but it did not look like Rue wanted to give it to him. Uh-huh. If you look at Rue, it's kind of like, like, fuck. Damn it. Yeah. I mean, in Lala, she had the right outfit on to, to, to shimmy and shake with those beads. but no, She just didn't do it. She, well, she did, just not enough. She didn't do any tricks. I mean, I don't know why she did. Uh, I'm telling you, they're not bringing it. And either I had a dream or somebody said it, but they're not lip syncing for their life. I've heard that, yeah. They just, and I know I've said it a few times, but either I dreamed that somebody else said it to me or whatever. But these people are getting up there, and they're not lip syncing for their life. They're just kind of like doing a little... You know, while if you're walking around the stage bobbing your head, that ain't no lip sync for your life. That's, That's walking not, around, so but I can do better than that. You need to get my attention, you know? Get yeah. my attention. So Lala goes home. That's it. That's, yeah, next week we have another Rusical. So we've had several Rusicals already this season, but we'll talk about that next episode. Yeah, uh, real quick, Untucked. So um, Denali was puzzled by, by being safe. Rosé is definitely not happy. She thought she brought it to the she thought she was going to be the top and the winner. Uh, all of them were a little shook about it. Um, all the girls dig on Elliot a little bit, except Tina, who says she thought her dress was amazing. Uh, Denali is frustrated that she can't get a word in with that group because My they God, you have her, like a so. 15 paragraphs of shit. Holy no shit. Bullshit. What it happened to much, Let's so. Keep Untucked Minimal? Yeah, there was just a little bit. So a candy. Pa- half a page. So, so here, no, it is not. So here's <laughs> the only other thing I will say. So candy, this whole episode I thought was kind of nauseating. Um, it's almost like production whispered to her that she needed to change her behavior or something and start trying to be you know, trying to do the story arc where she makes this huge growth moment, and turns around, and becomes the sweet, kind candy and gentle candy and comes out the winner on the end well after next I episode sure i can see not. it so oh after yeah you next can see episode, it here you can, yeah i'm a so, little dubious so i say all that and then they go outside and i don't uh, get the random use of masks on this queen yeah now outside. i don't now fucking outside, get this at all and so. some are wearing face shields again but yeah. some aren't and some are just it, holding it up in front of their head i don't yeah. understand why it just i don't make know no sense. i mean because they've been in quarantine and <sighs> in a bubble and normally when they go outside, they're smoking, and I haven't seen the smoker yet, so I don't understand going outside. And not only just outside the door, it's like three buildings away outside the door. So, But then we see Candy being her old self and talking out her ass about some of the girls uh, and how some of them were upset being safe, Denali and Rosé, of course, and... Uh, but then they talk about Elliot, blah, blah, blah. Anyway, Candy, she makes a comment about how, you know, they're competing at, against the best of the best. I'm thinking, well, that's not fucking true. This is season 13. Some of the best of the best have been there and are being very successful having been there. So you guys are okay. No question. But you're not... You, none of you, Many of you guys would not stand up to the first outs of some of the previous seasons, in my opinion. So Yeah, and some of it. I mean, you know the good ones because you still see them. Exactly. You still so, see them, especially when they got the commercials and they're in them. Yeah, no. Uh, no shit. And there's a lot of them doing commercials now, and I love seeing that. I love them doing that. But yeah, this bullshit candy saying competing is the best, of the best. Bitch, you're not. You're not competing with the best of the best. I mean, trust me, you're season thirteen best, not 
season one or two best. So anyway, that's my rant. <laughs> oh, I don't really have a second Chihuahua's Cock Award. Me either. Nobody's just awful. I mean, Candy was taking that <laughs> pretty regularly for so. a while, but yeah. you know, I'm kind of. And we all know I'm not a fan of her Rose, but Rose's cockiness is starting to get on my nerves, though. And how every episode she should be the winner. That's getting to me a lot. Anyway. All right. Well, that's it for this Hang one. up and we'll see you guys in about 10 minutes. Yeah. Bye. <laughs> Have a good night. Bye. Hey, thanks for listening to The Gaberhood Dish. You can find us at our website, www.gaberhooddish.com, or look for us on Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter as Gaberhood Dish. Send us comments from the reach out and touch option from the website, or leave us comments on any of our social media. You can also find our podcasts at iTunes, Stitcher Radio, TuneIn Radio, and Google Play Music. Please subscribe and leave a rating or a comment, hateful or nice. You can follow me personally on Twitter at TheRealLarryB., and you can email me at LarryB at GaberhoodDish.com. Send me comments, spew some hate, dick pics, but no vag, please. Or you can follow me on Twitter at TheRealMrJLo. Or you can email me some hot and juicy dick pics at JLo at GaberhoodDish.com. Bye. Bye! The Gaberhood Dish.